is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, Man, oh man of shepherds, do I eviscerate Joe Biden on my opening monologue on Sunday, Mr. Producer, 15 minutes. But I want to spend time on it right here. Unfortunately, you're going to hear some of these clips. Those of you who work for a living probably haven't heard much of this. But that's okay. Joe Biden, demagogue, propagandist, fundamental transformation of America, is now the white knight who's going to defend democracy. He's destroying democracy, and so is his party. That is constitutional republicanism. In America today... America today, our founding history, is under assault. Our families and faiths are being degraded. Individualism has been substituted for groupism. Colorblindness is now racist. Capitalism and prosperity are being devoured by economic socialism and climate change fanaticism. Classrooms have become indoctrination mills for racism, segregation, bigotry, anti-Semitism, and sexual perversion. And teachers' unions are hostile to parental involvement in critical decisions about the health and welfare of their children. In America, Joe Biden's America, free speech and academic freedom are shrinking. The police state is growing, as is monitoring and spying on citizens. The government is banning and regulating more and more household products from the incandescent light bulb to dishwashers, while creating shortages and driving up costs of others. Crime is out of control on our streets, public transportation, and schools, while police budgets are slashed and many prosecutors and judges coddle violent criminals. Our borders are wide open to millions of foreigners who seek entry into this country as drug and criminal cartels ship killer drugs into our country by the tons and brutalize migrants by using them as indentured servants and sex slaves. 
And the list goes on. The Democrat Party is responsible for most of this and much more. It seeks to permanently control our governmental institutions, just as it dominates our cultural entities, from the media to academia, from entertainment to science. It seeks to delegitimize and eviscerate the Constitution, including the Bill of Rights, the Electoral College, the Supreme Court, separation of powers, and so forth, which obstructs its ideological designs. It abuses the rule of law by targeting its political opponents for harassment, investigation, and prostitution. That is prosecution. And in the end, it seeks to imprison them. On October 30, 2008, when Barack Obama shouted to a crowd, we are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. He wasn't kidding. On May 14, 2008, when Michelle Obama pronounced that We're going to have to change our conversation. We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place as a nation. She meant it. The Obamas are not alone among Democrat Party apparatchiks in their contempt for this country. In fact, it is the rare top Democrat Party politician who praises America and does it sincerely. Democrat Party is a party that is built on the demands and propaganda of revolutionaries, demagogues, and malcontents. Has a horrifying history of supporting the most contemptible causes, including slavery, segregation, the Klan, eugenics, even lynchings. Indeed, almost from the start, the Democrat Party rejected the principles and values of the American experiment. Today, it is the home of another anti-American movement, American Marxism with its various ideological appendages. The Democrat Party ruling class, elites and activists, are united in this revolution. You want to fundamentally transform something, as I've said repeatedly, then you don't love it. You don't like it. You don't want it. And when you want to fundamentally transform America, that means you're anti-constitutional republicanism. In a March 2023 speech to the Canadian Parliament, Biden concluded his remarks saying mostly at further government-to-government space exploration with the Canadian government. He said, ladies and gentlemen, we're living in an age of possibilities. Xi Jinping asked me, in the Tibetan plateau, could I define America? And I could have said the same thing if he asked about Canada. I said, yes, one word. And I mean it, one word, possibilities. Biden wasn't talking about the possibilities of America. He's talking about the possibilities of government. Biden rules as an autocrat. Biden has said that he wants his legacy to be as bigger or bigger than Franklin Roosevelt, who did in fact radically change the nature of the federal government and its relationship with the citizen. And Biden is being urged to continue the transformation of America away from the founding ideals toward the Americanized Marxism model. There's no question about it. Biden's conduct on the Senate Judiciary Committee and the viciousness and dishonesty of his attacks on conservative nominees was appalling. Just as he attacks MAGA and Trump. Same tactics, same character assassination. Biden always saw himself as presidential timber when most did not. He lies and deceit, including his habitual plagiarism including stealing words and phrases of speeches by Robert Kennedy and Neil Cunnock, 
than the British Labour Party leader, as well as his blatant lies about his academic record, helped derail his previous embryonic presidential campaigns. And today, his lack of character, cringeworthy outbursts, and obvious stage five dementia, of which there are seven stages, are all but ignored or dismissed. That's right. And there's more when it comes to Biden. That is the opening introduction from the Democrat Party hates America. The Democrat Party should be called the autocratic party. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden has taken an oath repeatedly to uphold the Constitution of the United States as a senator, as a vice president, as a president. The Constitution of the United States, in excruciating detail, creates a government that is nothing like a democracy. It creates a republic. It's not a parliament like Italy or Israel or Britain or most of Europe. It is a constitutional republic, the only kind on the face of the earth, the only kind there's ever been on the face of the earth. It's called the American experiment. You see, the fact of the matter is the framers of our Constitution learned from these so-called democracies and parliamentary systems, and they wanted nothing to do with them. They wanted to limit government. And so they turned to Montesquieu, who in very, very broad terms told them what to do. A judiciary, he said a legislative and an executive. Powers divided. They're competing against each other. They're checking each other. It's called separation of powers. The president, like prime ministers around the world, is not chosen from a political party that wins a plurality of the vote. That's not our system. We don't have direct elections for president. Because the framers were brilliant. They understood factionalism. And they understood that the cities would control the national government. And they understood that the rest of the country would not join into such a a compact. That the people who grow the food, the people who, who mine the coal and the aluminum and the steel, that the people who drill for oil and natural gas, in other words, the people who are not of the city, they need to have representation too. So Joe Biden hates the Electoral College, as does his party. They want to destroy it, so 11 blue states control our government forever. They want to add D.C. and Puerto Rico to the U.S. Senate as states. Not because they give a damn about D.C. or Puerto Rico, but that would add four permanent Democrats to the Senate, so the Republicans can never, ever have a majority in the Senate. They sought to get rid of the filibuster rule. Why? Not because they believe in democracy, it's the opposite. So they can ram through legislation that can never be reversed. They hate the Supreme Court unless the Supreme Court does what it says. So they threaten Supreme Court members, Clarence Thomas, above all others. 
They try to destroy his character with phony media organizations, phony investigations, phony ethics issues. Because if they were serious, Soda Mayor would be impeached tomorrow. She's the biggest crook on the Supreme Court. They keep flirting with packing the court. FDR, the Democrats of today. But Mark, Joe Biden said no. Joe Biden has defied the Supreme Court repeatedly. Whether it was the student loans or whether it was imposing price controls on landlords during the pandemic. The president doesn't have the authority to do either. He defied two Supreme Court rulings and he doesn't give a damn. Mr. Democracy. They want to nationalize our voting system to turn the voting system into the California's voting system. So we have nothing but super majority Congresses filled with Democrats. So we could never win the presidency. We could never win the House. We could never win the Senate. It is the Californianization of the United States. No voter ID, voter harvesting, no signature requirements. And on and on and on. And they say this promotes voting. They don't believe in promoting voting. They believe in promoting power, their power. They've turned the 14th Amendment that was a tremendous amendment that had as its purpose to convey equal rights and due process on the newly freed black slaves. And what do they do? They turn it around, Section 3, to try and prevent people from voting for whom they wish. To knock a presidential candidate off a ballot. We've never seen this before, ever. And then there's Section 4 that'll come up in a couple of weeks that I've talked about before of the 14th Amendment. Where they claim, and Biden says yes, that Joe Biden has the unilateral dictatorial right to raise taxes, to increase the debt, and to increase Spend it in violation of the core function of the House and Congress under Article 1. If Congress doesn't do what he wants it to do. Joe Biden, who's done more to try and squelch your freedom of speech and communication than any president since Woodrow Wilson. Another racist and segregationist. Two federal courts have so ruled. The Supreme Court has said, well, we want to take a look at this. The FBI, the DHS, the other agencies under the Biden regime, threatening, pressuring, cajoling social media to advance their agendas, whether it's the vaccine, whether it's a cover-up on the Hunter Biden tape, laptop, and all the rest of it. We have Democrat members of the House who have put pressure on Comcast and Verizon and others to deplatform Fox, Newsmax, and OAN, among others. Democracy, they say. We have Democrat-controlled courts in New York and Wisconsin that, as I speak, are remaking the congressional boundaries in those states I thought that was supposed to happen every 10 years. No, no, no. It has to happen before this election. Even though the Constitution gives that power to the state legislature. Oh, democracy, America. Democracy. Joe Biden, who threw in with Eastland and Stennis, two racist segregationists when he became a senator. 
Joe Biden, who forcefully opposed, was one of the leaders in opposition to integrating our public schools. Joe Biden, who praised Eastland, who praised Dennis, who praised Talmadge of Georgia, another racist, who praised Robert Byrd, one of the men who filibustered the 1964 Civil Rights Act as his mentor, who praised George Wallace when he was campaigning in the South in 1987. That George Wallace. Mr. Democracy. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The Democrat Party stands for the relentless pursuit of power and control. America was founded on the principle of individual and human liberty and the dispersion of political and governmental power. The Roman Republic lasted 482 years. Our Republic is only 247 years old. The Democrat Party succeeds, the American experiment will fail. See, America, as we're going to discuss after the bottom of the hour, tyranny comes in many forms. You have the tyranny of the judicial, the tyranny of the legislative, the tyranny of the executive. And today we have the tyranny of the central government, the tyranny of the presidency. The greatest threat we have in this country is the Democrat Party. When the going gets tough, a tough get. Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. We will post my opening statement from this evening's program in about an hour or two on our various social sites as well as our website to make that available to you. You know, inevitably, the Democrat Party's infinite cultural, economic, and political interventions always in the name of the people in some virtuous and worthy cause, lead to the steady decline of liberty and the steady rise of totalitarianism and the exploitation of the people. Fewer and fewer masterminds with an ever-increasing army of bureaucrats and enforcers reign over the citizenry and decide what is and is not good for them. The abuses of power are limitless, as are the justifications. And slowly but surely, the people get used to it, even vote for it, until one day its grip is too tight. Then it's too late. That's from Chapter 1 of the Democrat Party Aids America. What has Joe Biden done for democracy? That is, what has Joe Biden done to strengthen our constitutional republic? Exactly nothing. What has Joe Biden done to help the black community for which he claims to have a role as a civil rights leader when in fact he had a role as a racist and a segregationist? Absolutely nothing. In fact, worse than nothing. School choice. Choice. Is the civil rights issue of our day. Just because people live in certain zip codes. For instance, in inner cities where crime is rampant 
where families are broken. Where gangs control one block after another. Where people are dirt poor. Doesn't mean they should have to go to the school right down the block because it happens to be right down the block. Those schools don't work. We see the statistics given to us by the government. They're not getting educated. They're not literate. They can't do basic math skills. Not because of their race. But because our federal government still. Still needs poor people. The Democrat Party still needs poor people. It still needs people that it can use as a foil. It's like the Palestinians in the Middle East. Refugee camps. In their own territories. They have to have refugee camps. Because otherwise the money from around the world will dry up. Well same with Democrat mayors and Democrat city councils. And same with the Democrat party. They can't allow communities to succeed. They can't allow capitalism to flourish. They can't allow the system to work. So they fight to cripple it. Regulate it. Impose their will on it. I told you before, tyranny takes many forms. Joe Biden wants you to think about January 6th. He doesn't want you to think about Joe Biden. He doesn't want you to think about the character or lack thereof of Joe Biden. He doesn't want you to think about the obvious dementia of Joe Biden. He doesn't want you to think about the utter failures of policy that affect millions and millions of people's lives of Joe Biden. He doesn't want you to think about wide open borders where criminals, terrorists, rapists are coming across the border. The dehumanization of people on both sides of the border, sex trafficking. Empowering the drug cartels. Fentanyl, killing tens of thousands of Americans. No, 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 no. He wants you to think that Donald Trump is Hitler. And that he is George Washington. You know, George Washington who owned slaves, we were told. Joe Biden doesn't know anything about Valley Forge. He doesn't know anything about George Washington. He doesn't know anything about our Constitution, our Declaration. Joe Biden embraces the 1619 Project which smears America from the, first, from the first breath of our nation, which seeks to replace 1776. George, Wa- George Washington. Joe Biden embraces CRT, DEI, ESG, his main advocate through executive orders. Joe Biden has destroyed equality in this country, replacing it with Marxist equity. He's destroyed women's sports. Because he doesn't believe in equality. Joe Biden blocked a black woman from becoming an appellate judge because she was a Republican 
a constitutional originalist, and he didn't want her to be the first black woman on the Supreme Court. He sought to filibuster her. Never before in American history. Never. But she got the seat anyway on the circuit court in Washington, D.C. Joe Biden tried to destroy Clarence Thomas's reputation. And now, of course, the left do exactly that. But anything for Joe Biden. Joe Biden tried to destroy Robert Bork. Joe Biden has tried to destroy Donald Trump. Joe Biden is a punk. He's a hack street politician. Way over his head. But he's an egomaniac. He's a narcissist. And he's power hungry. He's money hungry. Joe Biden doesn't talk about the genocidal communist Chinese enemy, Xi, the way he talks about Trump. No. He doesn't talk about the leaders of Hamas the way he talks about Trump. He doesn't talk about the Islamo-Nazi running Iran the way he talks about Trump. The Democrats called Barry Goldwater Hitler. The Democrats called Ronald Reagan Hitler. The Democrats called George W. Bush Hitler. And now they called Donald Trump Hitler. Now, they have these videos of January 6th, the violence breaking into the place. And they want you to believe that was on the orders of Donald Trump. Investigation after investigation, charge after charge. It's not true, but they don't care. They don't care. Joe Biden says that Donald Trump even used a word that was used by the Third Reich. No word was used more by the Third Reich than the word Hitler. And the word rolls off the tongue of Democrats, Democrats in the media, Democrat operatives so easily. So easily. We have experience with Donald Trump for four years. And unlike Joe Biden, he didn't defy a single Supreme Court or court ruling. None. And unlike Joe Biden, he upheld the immigration laws and he sought to secure our border, which is his responsibility under the Constitution. And unlike Joe Biden, Donald Trump as commander in chief did not provide billions and billions of dollars to Iran Hundreds of millions to Hamas and the PLO. In other words, Donald Trump did not provide money to rearm our enemies. He did the opposite. He cut them off. Hitler. He uses a word, vermin, that Hitler used. That the Nazis used. Vermin? That's exclusively a Nazi Third Reich word? When did that start? When did that happen? Today. Because it's convenient. And yet, compare Donald Trump's record on Israel with Joe Biden's. 
Compare Donald Trump's record of fighting anti-Semitism with Joe Biden's. Joe Biden embraced Rashida Tlaib on the tarmac. Remember telling her she's doing a fantastic job. She's a virulent Jew hater. It's all right. Joe can handle it. I mean, he did embrace virulent racists and segregationists in the 1970s. What's the difference? Joe Biden went to the National Action Network to condemn white people and to seek the support of Sharpton, whose history is loaded with bigotry and anti-Semitism. But he's a new man now, of course. He's at MSNBC. Joe Biden likes to talk about January 6th. We've got Jewish kids in this country, as I speak to you right now, who are scared to death to go to class. That hasn't ended. Who are hold up in their dorm, dorm rooms. Who are afraid to wear sweatshirts or shirts supporting Israel. Who take off their kippahs, their yarmulkes, so they're not identified as Jewish. Who take off their star David. Who have to do whatever they have to do to hide their faith, to hide their ethnicity on our college campuses from sea to shining sea. And where's Joe Biden in Valley Forge talking about January 6th? Where's Joe Biden's national speech? National speech. Where he denounces anti-Semitism in his own party by up to 25% of the members of the House of Representatives Democrats by the American media where's his speech where's their action over there at the Department of Justice and the Education well they've brought some cases but not many and the cases they brought are a result of what Donald Trump did with an executive order to make sure our civil rights legislation actually applied to fighting anti-Semitism. It never did. He signed that executive order. Hitler signed the executive order. Joe Biden doesn't want to talk about any of that. Because Joe Biden likes to talk about the Third Reich Because Joe Biden and his staff are more like Joseph Goebbels. And nobody will say that but me. That speech he gave today is a speech he's given before. He dusts off the Joseph Goebbels card. And he wants you to believe that if you don't vote for him, our country will die. Because Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans, that is, the vast majority of Republicans in this country, are like Nazis. They hate democracy. You. This is an attack on you. It's just that the Goebbels speechwriters are a little more clever than Hillary Clinton. With the deplorables? Joseph Biden doesn't call you deplorables. 
He just insinuates that you're Nazis. Because you won't vote for him. Pretty disgusting, don't you think? Joe Biden says, we almost lost our country on January 6th. No, we didn't. How did we almost lose our country on January 6th? Was there an armed insurrection on the Capitol? No. Were the vast majority there violent? No. How did we almost lose our country on January 6th? It's an amazing thing how the Democrats and their goebbels like propaganda works. There's only one person. One person. Who offered to take steps 48 hours before, just in case. And that was Trump. The National Guard. Joe Biden didn't talk about that today. Told people to go to the Capitol, lobby, peacefully. Joe Biden didn't talk about that today. And he's not going to. And neither will Jake Tapper, or Joe Scarborough, or all the other lying filth in the American media. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Nineteen fifty-four, there was a shooting at the Capitol. Gunfire erupted on the floor of the House of Representatives on March 1, nineteen fifty-four, when four Puerto Rican nationalists shot at random from the spectators' galleries, shouting "Viva Puerto Rico Libre," "Long live free Puerto Rico." Five members of Congress were injured. One seriously. The U.S. had annexed Puerto Rico in eighteen ninety-eight, and the relationship between Puerto Rico and the government had long been in contention. While some Puerto Ricans sought to remain a territory or become a state, others argued for independence. The nationalists who staged the attack on the capital supported the most extreme interpretation of the latter, used violence to draw attention to the demand for immediate Puerto Rican independence. The surprise attack was mounted by four members of the Puerto Rican Nationalist Party. At the time, the capital had few security protocols and four would-be assassins easily entered the gallery armed with handguns. 2.30 p.m., they indiscriminately opened fire onto the floor of the house, waving an unfurled Puerto Rican flag. Representative Alvin Bentley, Republican of Michigan, took a bullet to the chest and was the most severely wounded. Four other representatives were also shot. Ben Jensen, Republican Iowa, was shot in the back. Clifford Davis was hit in the leg. George Hyde Fallon was shot in the hip. And Kenneth Roberts was hit in the knee. Those on the House floor quickly moved into action. Congressional pages carried the wounded into safety. As the shooters attempted to escape, three of the men were overpowered by visitors, police, House staff, and Congressman James Van Zant of Pennsylvania. The fourth shooter escaped but was captured a day later. They were tried and sentenced to more than 49 years in federal prison. And guess what? Cardero was terminally ill. His sentence was commuted on humanitarian grounds by Jimmy Carter on October 1977. Carter granted clemency for the remaining three later in 1979. 
LeBron. Not to be confused with LeBron, the alleged ringleader and lone woman shooter went on to become a revered figure among Puerto Ricans and died in 2010 and so forth. Today, bullet holes from the shooting are still visible in the House chamber. Now, how do you compare that to January 6th, Mr. Producer? Or how do you compare some of Barack Obama's friends trying to blow up the Capitol building and the Pentagon and the White House, Mr. Producer? And there's Joe Biden. Finally, he finds energy doing what Joe Biden does best, character assassination. We'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. A reminder, two great programs, brand new programs, first of the year programs on Fox this weekend. Tomorrow evening, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, but 8 p.m. Eastern. And also Sunday, same time. Tremendous guests. Tremendous monologues. You're going to love it. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to actually hear what people have to say. So we start up again in what is a crucial year, 2024, for this republic. Does it survive or does it fail? That's where my mind is right now. And I'll do everything I can, and I'm going to provide information on all my platforms that you can use. You can talk about it at the breakfast or dinner table. You can talk about with the people you work with, people you talk to, your neighborhood. I want to remind you, you can now find all my full podcasts, interviews, and specials on YouTube. YouTube.com at Mark Levin Show. YouTube.com at Mark Levin Show. Or you can search Mark Levin Show in YouTube. That's probably easier. Mark Levin Show in YouTube. For the podcast, go to MarkLevinShow.com. Levin always spelled the same way, L-E-V-I-N. MarkLevinShow.com. Click on the audio rewind and select your favorite platform. Or you can search Mark Levin Show in your favorite podcast app. We're making it as accessible as possible. With the Mark Levin app, you can stream and download all my podcasts. You can find the Mark Levin app through iTunes or Google Play. Download it to your phone or go to MarkLevinShow.com, MarkLevinShow.com. Click on the Apple or Android icon at the top right and download it to your phone. If you're confused by all this, go to MarkLevinShow.com, the mothership, the website, and you'll have access to everything. Now, as I'm sitting here during the break... Keep mulling this over, mulling this over, mulling this over. And I'm going to suggest something else that you will now hear on many of the weekend programs on our favorite network because I'm going to mention it here. 
Joe Biden gave this speech for another reason. Listen to me. Because as always, you heard it here first. He was sending a message to the Department of Justice and to the special counsel. Put your foot on the gas pedal and put this man in prison. Do everything humanly possible to get him convicted of something during the course of the election and before election day. Joe Biden's speech was directed not just at the media, not just at his base, not just as suburbanites to try and scare the hell out of them, but as a speech for Jack Smith. It was a speech for the Supreme Court. It was a speech for the other judges. It was a speech for the jury pool in Washington, D.C., the jury pool in Atlanta, the jury pool in Florida. It was a speech. Do whatever you have to do, regardless of the charge. We're dealing with Hitler. We're trying to save democracy. You have a job, you unelected prosecutors. You have a job, you unelected judges. You have a job, you want a you limited number of Democrats on the juries. Do not allow this man to enter the Oval Office. Do whatever you have to do. We're talking about Hitler here. We're talking about saving our democracy. You see what I'm saying, Mr. Producer? This was not just a speech about January 6th. This was not just a speech tying Trump to January 6th and unconscionably to the Third Reich. Joe Biden is using the cover of the office of the presidency, the cover of his campaign, the cover of January 6th, and the cover of this speech and future speeches to try and influence the outcome of the prosecutions that are in place. To send a message, a not-so-subtle message, to the Attorney General of the United States, to the Deputy Attorney General of the United States, to the U.S. attorneys around the country, to the special counsel, to the assistant special counsels, to the FBI, and as I said, to the Democrat would-be jurors, whether they'll be in Atlanta or New York, or whether they'll be in Washington, D.C., Get this guy. He's a danger to the Constitution. He's a dictator. He's Hitler. He's using Hitler's words. Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. Convict him. Rule against him. That was his message. In significant part. You heard it here first, because I actually think for myself. That is part of this right now. And they'll keep it up. And the media will keep it up. That speech today was a directive. Among other things. Among other things. Propaganda and all the rest. But it was a directive. To the so-called justice system, to the so-called prosecutors, all of whom are Democrats, every damn one of them, 
to the would-be jurors, the jury pool. They continue to taint the jury pool. Send a message to Judge Chunkin, who's receptive to messages. Send a message to Democrats on the Supreme Court, including others on the court like John Roberts. And two of the three Trump appointees. Send a message. You've got to stop Hitler. You've got to stop this dictator. You've got to help me, Joe Biden, get elected and protect democracy. This is an election, don't you see, between Hitler and George Washington. And now George Washington is in, you see. It's okay to support George Washington now. Once they get elected, they hate George Washington, they hate the Constitution, they hate it all. When they're elected, they know that the vast majority of American people don't hate America, so they have to play, you know, both sides. To their Marxist reprobate lunatics and to middle America. And to middle America. Joe Biden today sent an unmistakable message. Forget about all the legal analysts, all the political commentators, all the hosts, all the... I'm telling you what's taking place. And so, over at the Department of Injustice, over at the special counsel's office, the Obama, Clinton, Biden appointed judges... The Supreme Court, millions of Americans, potential jurors, they've all been sent the message that Donald Trump is Hitler, Stalin, Mussolini, all wrapped in one. That his voters are Nazis. Make America Great Again is suddenly Nazi. He's a threat to democracy. He cannot be allowed to win election to the presidency. And Joe Biden is relying. He's relying on the government. The federal government, state governments, and local governments. He's relying on Soros prosecutors. He's relying on Democrat trial juries. He's relying on Democrat judges to take care of business. That's what he's relying on. And he's going to continue to send this message. He's going to make it harder and harder for justice to prevail. Harder and harder for a judge to rule the way a judge should rule. Harder and harder as he talks about democracy and uses third world tactics. Uses Goebbels-like propaganda and the big lie and repeats it over and over again. Hasn't done a damn thing for the Constitution other than attack it. Hasn't done a damn thing (coughs) to protect the independence of the Supreme Court. Even when justices are being hounded and threatened, his Department of Justice sits on its hands. Wants to destroy the Senate. Wants to destroy our voting system. Wants to destroy 
our border, our sovereignty, wants to destroy our economic system, driving people into poverty, attacking energy independence. He and his family, he indirectly, but nonetheless, taking millions, tens of millions from the communist Chinese and other foreign governments. He likes power. Joe Biden could not succeed anywhere else but in politics. Because he's a liar. He's a plagiarist. He's a demagogue. Just remember, Donald Trump was president for four years. He never violated the Constitution. He's not even charged with that. And they're trying to charge him with everything. He never violated a Supreme Court order. Never. So they concoct these laws and they say he's a criminal. He's an insurrectionist. This is coming from a man who built his career on racism and segregationism. This is coming from a man who every now and then burps in response to anti-Semitism taking place in this country but hasn't given a A national speech condemning it won't condemn the anti-Semites in his own party. Quite the contrary, he celebrates them. He's loathsome. Joe Biden is loathsome. He's loathsome when he was in the Senate. He was loathsome when he attacked Bob Bork. He was loathsome when he attacked Clarence Thomas. He was loathsome when he attacked nominees to circuit courts who were black, who were Hispanic, who were women. It didn't matter back then. No! <clears throat> Joe Biden is everything that's wrong with this country. We're looking for a statesman. We're looking for a patriot. We're looking for a leader. Joe Biden doesn't fit the bill. Joe Biden is an incompetent chameleon who will do anything for power and to stay in power will lie about his academic record. He'll lie about Nelson Mandela. He'll lie about his role, of which there was never any, in the civil rights movement. He's a liar. He's a plagiarist. Segregationist, a racist. These are all his history. He's a Manchurian president. And we all know it. Today's speech... To repeat for the backbenchers out there in this business was not just a horrendous speech, a demagogic speech, a loathsome speech, a speech filled with character assassination against tens of millions of Americans. He sent a message to his judges, to his prosecutors. To his voters who will be sitting on juries. Donald Trump is Hitler. Donald Trump is a dictator. You must stop him. Because the voters may not. You. In the D.C. court. You. In the Florida court. You. In the Manhattan court. You. In the Atlanta court. You at the Supreme Court, 
you must stop him. I must be re-elected. You must get him convicted as soon as possible. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The holidays have come and gone, and once again, you were too generous. Don't worry, though. Pure Talk has your back. So instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile 60, 70, 80 bucks a line, Pure Talk has unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Get phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network, just 20 bucks a month. Friends, this is how the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. It's time to switch to a wireless company that shares your values. A company that isn't afraid to invest in shows like this. A company that is veteran-owned and serves veterans. So do what I did. Switch to Pure Talk. Don't wait anymore. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team is waiting to serve you. That's puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to be connected right now. Don't wait any longer. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin to start off the year saving on wireless with a company you can be proud of. Pure Talk. I don't think we have enough time right now. Do we, Mr. Producer, to start playing some of this audio? Uh, Well, we do have Biden. He's at Valley Forge. Let's try this. Cut 13, go. Today we gather in a new year, some 246 years later, just one day before January 6th. A day forever shared in our memory because it was... not shared in my memory. Not now, not ever. Go ahead. We lost America. Lost it all. Today we're here to answer the most important of questions. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? Okay, first of all, idiot, it's constitutional republicanism. We don't have a democracy. And that's a big point. But nonetheless, we'll play along. Because look who we're dealing with. Go ahead. Here's the clapping seals. This is not rhetorical, academic, or no. hypothetical. No. Whether no. democracy is still America's sacred cause is right. the most urgent question of our time. So you want to fundamentally transform it, as I understand it. You want to fundamentally transform it. You want to eliminate the Electoral College. You want to pack the Senate. You want illegal aliens to vote. Oh, I got it. No voter ID. Voter harvesting. Go ahead. 24 election is all about. The choice is clear. Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America. Not ah, you. shut up, you idiot. One of your gobelites wrote that speech for you. That's right. One of your gobelites wrote that speech for you, you jerk. I'll be right back. The holidays have come and gone, and once again, you were too generous. Don't worry, though. Pure Talk has your back. So instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile 60, 70, 80 bucks a line, Pure Talk has unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Get phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network, just 20 bucks a month. Friends, this is how the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. It's time to switch to a wireless company that shares your values. 
a company that isn't afraid to invest in shows like this, a company that is veteran-owned and serves veterans. So do what I did. Switch to Pure Talk. Don't wait anymore. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team is waiting to serve you. That's puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to be connected right now. Don't wait any longer. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin to start off the year saving on wireless with a company you can be proud of. Pure Talk. Blasting conservative fire. The Mark Levin Show. Call in now at 877-381-3811. Mickey Haley tweeted out and gave us another reason to vote for him, Mr. Producer. Her genitalia. So she's got the bucket list for you out there. She says, I want to be the first woman president. I'm paraphrasing because, honestly, it's something I want to erase from my cranium. Playing the woman card. Like we didn't know she's a woman. I want to be the first woman elected president. Now, I just hope suburbanites aren't persuaded by this. Let me repeat what I say all the time. We're not voting for or against somebody's genitalia. We don't care about their genitalia. We don't want to hear about their genitalia. We don't want to know what they do with their genitalia. If they want to swap their genitalia, leave us alone. And Nikki Haley, every time you open your mouth more and more, you reveal the fact that you're a rhino, that you're not up for this battle, that you can't take on the culture warriors and the wokers. You don't have it. You're not of the principle, of the belief system that we conservatives are, that Ronald Reagan was. You can mention him all you want. You're just not. You don't run on your record because your record stinks to the extent you have a record. And you're all over the map. That nine-year-old was right on out of the mouth of babes. You're a flip-flopper. You're worse than John Kerry. That she wants to win New Hampshire and then demonstrate how powerful she is because they stupidly the Republican Party has an open primary in New Hampshire so Democrats and independents can vote that is Democrats who came from Massachusetts and screwed up New Hampshire they get to vote in the Republican primary and they're being urged to do it by Sununu by Haley by the Democrats now in Iowa I hope our friends in Iowa are paying attention Nikki Haley doesn't give a damn about Iowa. She's never gave a, given a damn about Iowa. She doesn't even know what the hell's going on in Iowa. She wants to use Iowa, she feels, to win New Hampshire, Mr. Producer. She wants a springboard. Folks, she has spent close to $12 million in the last few weeks in Iowa. And elsewhere, trashing Ron DeSantis. She's running for number two. She's running to be vice president. And she's hoping maybe she can get the presidency through it. And I'm thinking, what is the juggernaut behind her, other than the media pushing her, the uniparty billionaires, the Democrat Party, the rhinos, the McConnells, the Bushes? What, what exactly is the juggernaut for voting for Nikki Haley? I even hear people, you know, I hear people call in the talk radio women sometimes. 
I support Nikki Haley. Why? Well, she's just, you know. <laughs> what? Tell me three things. I just, I just like her. Oh, that's good. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. These are grave times. Now's not the time for that. We don't need George Bush in a dress. We don't need Mitt Romney in a dress. We need people we can count on. You don't hear Joe Biden out there trashing Nikki Haley. Do you? For good reason. They fear Trump. That's why. And by the way, if it were DeSantis, they would fear him too. I'm just being honest. Because they both represent ideas in a belief system that threatens their power. Nikki Haley does not. Not in the least, any more than Chris Christie does. Or Chris Sununu. Joe Biden. Today, in Valley Forge. You couldn't even tell he's in Valley Forge. He's in one of these buildings. He's got the clapping seals there. It's all a gimmick. It's a Pot- Everything with him is a Potemkin village. There he is, another Potemkin village. He doesn't actually go out there to Valley Forge Park, stand there and speak extemporaneously because he's incapable of it. He's a Potemkin president. Cut 16, go. I'm trying to rewrite the facts of January 6th. Trump is trying to steal history the same way he tried to steal the election. But he, we knew the truth. Honestly, folks, is this what you want from a president? What's his vision for the future? How about the kitchen table issues that people talk about? Food prices, energy prices, energy availability, the affordability or lack thereof of an automobile or even a used automobile. I don't care what numbers they burp up and spit out in Washington, D.C. I see it. I know it. My wife and I talk about it all the time. How do people afford this? They don't. They can't. They're using credit cards. We have more credit card debt than any time in American history. Fewer Americans are able to buy single-family homes than any time in modern American history. Oh, Bidenomics works. No, it works for the media in Washington and New York. It works for the media in L.A., doesn't work. Rampant crime in the streets. You got CVS's and Walgreens closing down. You have empty shelves. This is a joke. He's trying to paint a different picture of Trump, of the economy, of the border. The border. It's the fault of the Republicans and climate change. Now, you a-hole. You're doing this and you're doing it purposely with that damn pen of yours. I reverse this policy. I reverse that policy. That's not climate change. How many suckers are among us, ladies and gentlemen? I don't think there's enough. I just think the American people are too smart for this. I hope a majority of them are. Go ahead. As we saw it with our own eyes. This wasn't like something, a story being told. It was on television repeatedly. We saw it with our own eyes. So again, again, it's not a theory. It's a fact. Donald Trump, according to Joe Biden, is an insurrectionist. 
Donald Trump is a dictator. Donald Trump is Hitler. He uses Hitler's words. Donald Trump's supporters are like the SS. Isn't this sick? And that message is heard by the Attorney General. That message is heard by the Deputy Attorney General. That message is heard by Jack Smith and his comrades. That message is heard by the bench in Washington, D.C. It's heard at the Supreme Court. It's all over the media. Every potential juror in every, in every district and where they brought charges the Democrat prosecutors have, they've heard the same thing. Get them. Stop them. Or we'll lose our country. If you prosecutors don't destroy him, if you judges don't uphold every one of their motions, if you potential jurors, Democrats virtually all, don't convict him, you will be supporting Hitler and the destruction of our democracy. Tell me, ladies and gentlemen, how can you bifurcate a speech like this from the consequences that it has? You can't. It's not possible. Let's go to cut 18, Mr. Producer. Go. The alternative democracy is dictatorship. The rule of one, not the rule of we, the people. That's what the soldiers of Valley Forge understood. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Remember, a year or so ago, the soldiers of Valley Forge were white supremacists trying to impose their will on everybody else, Native Americans, African-Americans, anybody who happened to be around, everything they did was unjust. Everything they did was intended to create a white privileged and white dominant society. Am I the only one who remembers this, America? All of a sudden, the soldiers who fought under George Washington were great men. I could have sworn George Washington was dismissed as a slave owner. They all were. And so now Joe Biden wants you to believe he's the patriot. Joe Biden wants you to believe he stands with the the people who created this fantastic, as he calls it, democracy. When he's been trashing them, when he didn't lift a finger, when people were vandalizing these monuments, monuments of Lincoln, of Grant. Of the 54th Division out of Massachusetts, a black fighting division fighting the South for the North. Attacking Alexander Hamilton, who was an abolitionist early on. Oh, he never lifted his finger. He never said a word. Just as he, he rarely can burp out condemnation of those who are basically today the real Hitlers. The real Nazis, the real Third Reich, they're in their par- his party. They're going to vote for him. They're Democrats. Yes. The people in the streets. Some carrying Palestinian flags, some accidentally carrying Italian flags, because they get confused. From the river to the sea, they'll vote Democrat. They're Democrats. 2020, forget all about it. The riots in the streets, the attack on the White House, the attack on a federal courthouse for over two months in Portland, Oregon. The attack at Lafayette Park, the attack on the church, St. John's Church at Lafayette Park. No, those weren't insurrections, Mark. No, why? Because they're Democrats. 
Democrats are free to be violent. The greatest attacks that have occurred at the Capitol building have been people who are aligned with the Democrat Party. Barack Obama's buddies. Remember them? Domestic terrorists. Oh, yeah. And Obama, when it comes to the FALN, he commuted the sentence of the worst of the worst terrorists. Even Clinton couldn't do that. But Obama did it because he believes in democracy. Cut 19, go. You can't have a contest if you see politics as an all-out war instead of a peaceful way to resolve our differences. All-out war is what Trump wants. That's why he doesn't understand the most fundamental truth about this country. Now listen to this. This is a message not just to the general public, not just to suburbanite America. This is a message to his police state. The most aggressive police state since Woodrow Wilson. When it comes to parents and Catholics, pro-lifers, when it comes to free speech, social media platforms, when it comes to the Second Amendment and the Fourth and Fifth and Tenth Amendments, the greatest assault on the Bill of Rights is taking place today by this man. The greatest assault on our voting structure, the greatest assault on our Supreme Court since FDR, another Democrat. The greatest disaster on our border, where Biden is clearly wanting to change the citizenry. There is no other explanation for what's taking place here. And this is the ideology that is pushed in our colleges and universities. I wrote all about it in American Marxism. Regardless of how many times media matters, and I'm going to get to them soon and others, try to accuse people like me of being racists. When we're simply reading what they say, seeing what they do in our colleges and universities and in the Democrat Party. They're the racists. They're the biggests. They're the anti-Semites. They're the misogynists. They're the Marxists who hate America. They're the Islamists. Joe Biden was signaling left and right. And not even in an ambiguous way, directly. Stop Trump. And I hate to say this because it does and has been on my mind. If something happens to Donald Trump, Joe Biden's responsible for it. You can't keep calling somebody Hitler, in so many words, a dictator, a man who supports violence, a man who's going to destroy your country and democracy, and not expect some kook to do something about it. I'm absolutely serious. And I'm very concerned about it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The holidays have come and gone, and once again, you were too generous. Don't worry, though. Pure Talk has your back. So instead of paying Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile 60, 70, 80 bucks a line, Pure Talk has unlimited plans starting at just 20 bucks a month. Get phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network, just 20 bucks a month. Friends, this is how the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. It's time to switch to a wireless company 
that shares your values. A company that isn't afraid to invest in shows like this. A company that is veteran-owned and serves veterans. So do what I did. Switch to Pure Talk. Don't wait anymore. Go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team is waiting to serve you. That's puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, to be connected right now. Don't wait any longer. Again, puretalk.com slash Levin to start off the year saving on wireless with a company you can be proud of. Pure Talk. Democracy, he says. A Biden appointee recently scrubbed from a government website is behind efforts to boot Trump off the ballot. Guy's name is Bookbinder. Noah Bookbinder. Quietly removed from the Department of Homeland Security website. He's the president and CEO of the left-wing lawfare organization known as Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, CREW. The National Pulse has revealed that until just days ago, he appeared on the DHS website. So it's an inside job from Biden to remove Trump from the ballot. And then the Daily Signal exclusive, how Biden's executive order is turning out the federal bureaucratic vote. I'll touch on that in a bit next hour. Oh, democracy. We want democracy. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811 here on Voice of America, 877-381-3811. Man, oh man, it's a powerful third hour. We don't have enough time, but we'll go at it. From the Daily Signal. How Biden's executive order is turning out the federal bureaucratic vote by Fred Lucas. Fred Lucas is a great investigative reporter. The Biden administration carved out paid administrative leave, America, to encourage federal bureaucrats and other employees seen as loyal Democrats to volunteer as poll workers. Surely this violates the Hatch Act, no? But it certainly violates the spirit of the Hatch Act. In other words, federal bureaucrats are not supposed to be involved in politics. 
Joe Biden's administration has carved out paid administrative leave so they can. First, he gives them over a 5% salary increase. Now, paid administrative leave to work the polls. Half a trillion dollars to students who don't want to pay the loans that they took out in violation of a Supreme Court order. And he's running around like a lunatic in an insane asylum, bouncing off the padded walls. Dictatorship, dictator, I'm here, I'm, I'm going to save democracy, right, honey? Yes, Joe, that's correct. Finish your applesauce. Ready for more? The administration also requires federal agencies to grant four hours of leave for voting to federal bureaucrats. According to records obtained through the Freedom of Information Act from the U.S. Office of Personnel Management. Okay, now, let's regroup. They have given four hours paid administrative leave to work the polls. They just do it on their own because he believes in democracy. And four hours to every single employee of the federal government paid four hours of leave to vote. The Heritage Foundation's oversight project obtained the documents. The Daily Signal is the news outlet for the Heritage Foundation. And so what is the... uh, What does the regime say? In recent years, more and more private sector employers have provided time off to their employees to vote. OPM Director Kiran Hashusha writes in a memo made public through the FOIA. They're trying to cover their ass. While more than 2.1 million civilian employees, the federal government is the largest employer in the nation. As such, the federal government has the opportunity to serve as a model employer and set an example for for other employers. Yes, vote Democrat. Come on now. The bureaucracy votes overwhelmingly Democrat. It's in its best interest. That's the way it views it. So the memo issued March 24, 2022. Ahead of that year's midterm elections. Agencies should allow employees to use up to four hours of administration. You had to file a Freedom of Information Act and litigate in order to get this information. They're trying to keep it secret. Democracy. Agencies should allow employees to use up to four hours of administrative leave for voting in connection with each election event, including primaries and caucuses at the federal, state and local levels, tribal, territorial level that does not coincide with a federal general election day. Agencies should also allow employees to use up to four hours of administrative leave per leave year. To serve as a nonpartisan poll worker. Oh, come on. Get off it. How many nonpartisan poll workers have you met, Mr. Producer? Aren't they at the poll to advance a particular candidate's election? Hey, I'm a nonpartisan. Get out of the way, you idiot. Or to participate in nonpartisan observer activities. At the federal, state, and local level. This leave is an addition to any administrative leave an employee uses to vote. Now look, you get administrative leave to be a poll worker. Of course, nonpartisan, of course. 
So why do they keep it secret? Because it's all Democrat. The Democrat Party is now using the federal bureaucracy to turn out the vote. Damn it! Is there no limit? Is there no limit to their corruption? And then they, they attack you and me? President Joe Biden signed Executive Order 14019 in March 2021 to push federal agencies to promote voter participation, meaning Democrat voting. The initiative includes the Department of Homeland Security's registration of voters during naturalization ceremonies. How do we ever win elections? The Department of Education's promotion of voting in high schools and colleges and agencies with private nonprofit organizations to increase voter turnout. Everybody on the public dole. Everybody. Everybody on the public payroll. Everybody. Go vote. Now, wink, wink, it's non-party. You get the non-party, yeah, yeah. You can take off four hours, maybe have a nice lunch, you know, but don't forget. Claudia Tenney, who's been unbelievable. They tried to take her out. Unbelievable on matters like this. Voting integrity. Redistricting. She said the Office of Personnel Management Implementation of Biden's disaster executive order, 14019. Notice it's not a statute, you know. Democracy is another example of Democrats interfering in state election policy and pushing for nationalization of our elections. She's exactly right. An OPM spokes idiot did not respond to inquiries from the Daily Signal for this report before publication. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can see. During the 2022 election cycle, the American Federation of Government Employees Political Action Committee gave 94.6% of its contributions to Democrat candidates. So in other words, when Biden, by executive fiat democracy, raised the salary of every bureaucrat, he's raising the ability to make contributions to the Democrat Party. Buying their votes. Buying their votes. The union's members in 2020 were similar. 94.5% of their contributions went to Democrats. Well, come on now. Yet, the AFG's PAC represents less than 1% of total union membership. The PAC's donations are based on how members vote, not on party, of course. It's unbelievable. In the 2022 election cycle, the National Association of Active and Retired Federal Employees Association PAC, that's a long one, Active and Retired Federal Employees Association PAC, gave 85% of its contributions to Democrats. The National Association of Letter Carriers PAC, they gave 73% of their money to Democrats. National Treasury Employees Union PAC gave 95% of their money to Democrats. The FAA Managers Association gave 58% to Democrats. Wow. State Department, 77% to Democrats. Department of Injustice, 76% to Democrats. Department of Veterans Affairs, 74% to Democrats. Homeland Security, 70% to Democrats. Department of Defense, 63% to Democrats. Wow. Seems fair to me. A poll by the government executive magazine found a 46% of respondents said they're going to vote Democrat. 
Wow. The federal bureaucracy, says Mike Hal, director of Heritage Oversight Project, is overwhelmingly supportive of the Democrat Party, which is, seems to me an understatement. Now, many congressional Republicans, as well as government watchdogs, express concern about federal agencies engaging in partisan political activity under Biden's executive order in violation of laws such as the Hatch Act. The release documents show two federal agencies, the Farm Credit Administration, who even know that there's so many of these damn things, and the Farm Credit Systems Insurance Corporation. They also state that those two groups explain to employees how the benefit will work for Maryland elections. Because we all know it's very competitive in Maryland there. How many Republicans got elected to statewide office? Zero. Very, you know. FCA and FC. NFCSIC, they say, those employees may use up to four hours of administrative leave to vote today in Maryland's local primaries, according to a memo to employees dated July 19, 2022. For information on where to vote, see the voting location lookup by the Maryland State Board of Elections. When coding your time card, use transaction code 66 for administrative leave. They are paying bureaucrats to vote. Let me try it again. They are paying bureaucrats to vote. A follow-up memo, August 29, 22, warned employees against violating the Hatch Act. That's funny. The Hatch Act applies to all partisan elections, federal, state, local. All FCA and FCSIC employees are subject to it, with some differences for FCA board members. Oh, thank goodness. While certain activities are restricted, the Hatch Act does not prohibit employees from exercising the right to vote, participating in political, partisan management, or campaigns. How about you and me subsidizing these people to vote, and they vote overwhelmingly Democrat? I mean, the the numbers don't lie. Overwhelmingly Democrat. So Biden's got to, he raises the salaries to a record increase for the federal bureaucracy just by the signature of his pen couple of weeks ago and of course everybody will be thankful for the person who did that right well thank you yeah it's good guy i mean after all you know he's destroying the border destroying the country destroying the economy even though the anti-semites and the reprobates are running wild even though our colleges and universities are collapsing and k through 12 was teaching people how to hate america and little kids what they should do and shouldn't do with their genitalia at least he gave me a 5.4% increase. That's my man there. He's my man. Well, what about donations? Well, of course. Plus, he gives me four hours off to vote and four hours off to work the polls. It's a lot of time. A lot of time. These people are disgusting. They can't win fair and share. And then you have reprobates, a member of FU, uh, not by his choice, but by acclamation. That is me. Bill Barr out there, you know, that's, uh, you know, first of all, I I must say this in the green room. Please don't ever, ever invite me to be a guest after Chris Christie. He blew out all the donuts there. And you know very well, I like the cream filled donuts as well as the chocolate frosted and Chris not only eats them by the fistful, but he rubs them on his body. 
No, I didn't get. I didn't get to look the way I look by exercise and a strict diet. I need to eat sugar and carbohydrates too. So please, I never want to follow Chris Christie again into the green room. Anyway, so uh, they're out there. You know, they point the uh, Trump. Well, Trump. Trump's not a fair. Li-. Here they are cheating officially. Paying the bureaucracy to vote. Here they have a former DHS Biden hack who runs this group crew that's behind taking Trump off the ballot. And I can go on and on, but I already did. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Look at this. Madison, Wisconsin, WTAQ, WRN. A former military officer brings a warning to Wisconsin voters. Retired Navy Rear Admiral Michael Smith spoke in Milwaukee and at the Capitol in Madison on Thursday. Of course, Madison is a left-wing rat's nest. There are good patriots there, too, but we're talking about the majority of the voters there. This election is different, he said. This is against Donald Trump, who's an existential threat to everything I swore to defend. Make no mistake, this year democracy's on the ballot. So these individuals who served in the military, the vast majority of whom are not like this guy, and individuals who have served in our intelligence agencies, I think the majority are like this guy, but not all. They're back at it. Just like they were in 2016. And I think there is, at the senior level of both of those functions within our federal government, oppose Trump, they would oppose DeSantis, they're all for Biden. You want to know why? Because they can run wild. They can run wild. We don't have the best of the best running the Pentagon anymore. We don't have the best of the best running the CIA and the other intelligence agencies anymore. They're more interested in trashing you and me. And in many cases, these intelligence agencies have turned inward. That's right, monitoring you and me. From 2020 to 2021, the amount of surveillance of American citizens has increased 300%. The amount of censorship of American citizens by the Biden regime is unmatched in American history except by Woodrow Wilson. The desire to destroy our Constitution piece by piece, our Bill of Rights, the First Amendment, is underway. And this clown 
Michael Smith says that Trump is the existential threat. Really? This guy is a retired Navy rear admiral. He doesn't talk about the sailors and the Marines who are in the Middle East sitting ducks who are being attacked as a result of the great Mr. Democracy president, Joe Biden, does he? He doesn't talk about the woke Pentagon and what they're doing to our military personnel, does he? And this administration, this Pentagon, smeared its own personnel a year or so ago by putting out to the media, by leaking to the media and speaking to the media about all the white supremacy that's taking place in the United States military. And the media repeated it like parrots. That this has always been a problem. They hate our military. They hate our country. And the media, MSNBC, CNN, on and on and on. Go ahead and Google it. And then today a report comes out. Sorry we were wrong. It doesn't exist. It does not. Have you seen on CNN and MSNBC and all the other reprobate media outlets, have you seen them apologize? No. No. They'll talk up Hamas. They'll talk up the anti-Semi-presidents of universities. They'll talk up all kinds of stuff. Because they're liars. They're pathetic, ideological liars. And you, Mr. Smith, are puke. Mark Levin doesn't just read the news, he makes the news. Call the Mark Levin Show now at 877-381-3811. Boy, this show is flying by, isn't it? Yes, it is, Mark, but it is for me, seriously. Well, the House Democrats are calling on uh, Clarence Thomas to recuse himself, so I guess he should. Uh, By the way, there's another Republican. Did you see this, Mr. Producer? He's retiring early to become president of some college. So the Republicans expelled their former speaker. That was a real bonehead move. So he's retiring or retired. The Republicans expelled this reprobate from New York, even though the Democrats in the Senate haven't expelled their reprobate from New Jersey. So that's minus two. Now we have another guy that says, the hell with the country. I have an opportunity to be the head of some college or university. I'll take that. That's number three. We're running out of Republicans. Pretty crazy ass, isn't it? All right, Mr. Producer, how have you sent me the list of... uh, You texted it, so I have to pick up my device. And let's see... Oh! What a good list of callers here. If I can see them with my eyesight. Well, let's take a look at this. I see them now. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Hinesville, Georgia. That, those call letters are not correct. I can't imagine. Uh, in Hinesville, Georgia, let's go to John. John, how are you listening to the show? Uh, on my phone with, uh, uh, app. You're listening on the Mark Levin app. Thank you, sir. Go right ahead. Yes, sir. I was wondering if... Talk right into the microphone. Right into the mouthpiece, rather. Yes, sir. I was trying to get outside. Uh, I was wondering 
why no one uses the uh, Bill of Rights, and more importantly, the Second Amendment, as a clarification of jurisdiction to the Article 2 of the Constitution. Why they don't use the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, as clarification for Article 2 uh, of the Constitution? I'm not following. Uh, doesn't Article 2 uh, do the jurisdiction of state, federal, and to the people for laws and... Honestly, and I'm not trying to be rude. I don't understand the question. Article 2 is a long article. Uh, and it has absolutely nothing to do with uh, what you're talking about. You're talking about the election section, correct? No, the uh, laws and passing laws. I'm, okay, I'm to answer your question generally, because I'm not sure what exactly you're, you're referring to. Yes, the federal government interprets the federal constitution, if that's your point. And so your point is, how can the states be in, interpret the 14th Amendment... Uh, in a way uh, that denies ballot access to a federal candidate, a presidential candidate. And that is a very good argument. That's one of the arguments that needs to be made. And the Supreme Court's taking up this matter. And there's actually at least seven or eight great arguments that can be made and none on the other side. But that's a very good point, sir. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Take care. All right, Mr. Producer. Let's see. Let us continue. Let us go to Angela, Middleton Park, New Jersey, WABC. Angela, how are you? Hello, Hello, Mr. Levin. How are you? Very well, thank you. You can call me Mark. I'll call you Mark. You know what's very cool about this show, though, if I may digress for a moment? People are always calling me Mr. Levin. Have you noticed that, Mr. Producer? Do they call any other host and say Mr. So? They don't, do they? Ms. Uh, whomever. Mr. Uh, people are very polite, but you can call me Mark. Thank you. Go right ahead. Thank you. Well, I had a question, and I'm, years ago, back in the 80s, I went to some events hosted by Donald Trump and his then-wife Ivana at the Grand Hyatt Hotel in New York City, Christian Rescuers of Jews During the Holocaust, where he brought together people that were Christian rescuers from Poland and Germany and and uh, Belgium and places like that and Holland. And they were reunited with the Jewish children that they had saved, which were now grown wow. up. They were babies. They were babies when they left. They, and many of them were raised in this country by Christians because they were adopted as babies when they mm-hmm. were smuggled out. And it was an amazing event. He never talks about it. I ran into him two years ago at, at his country club, and I asked him, why doesn't he ever talk about that? It, especially for all the Jewish people that don't understand how good he is to the Jews. I don't 100%. understand it, but I was, trying to, I was trying to find out if that organization still exists. Do you, well, do you I, can't, I can't help you with that, but I think you've done a, a public service here. When you look at Donald Trump's private life, they always want to try, oh, he was with Epstein. He didn't do anything. Oh, he, this, oh, he did that. Look, they're trying to smear and cacker assassinate the man. They're trying to convict him of any crime whatsoever. They're trying to put him in prison. 
the reprobate attorney general in New York, who is a radical Marxist buffoon uh, who should have had her law license yanked when she campaigned on going after Trump, is now demanding like $370 million fine against Trump in a phony statute that doesn't even require actual fraud or an actual complainant. Uh, This is, and then to have Joe Biden talk about democracy, that he's defending democracy against the anti-Democrats, lowercase d, is about as Goebbelesque as it gets. And if they want to refer to the Third Reich, I think I have more of a right to do that than Joe Biden. Gobalesque. That's who they are and that's what they are at CNN and MSNBC and throughout the the corrupt American media. They don't believe in a free press. They believe in a state run press. They regurgitate what they're told to say. They regurgitate the White House talking points. Every now and then they'll show a little ankle, you know, uh, in order to pretend that there's something they're not. They give themselves awards. The more left wing, the more they support the government, the bigger the award, more numerous the awards. You know, like that idiot Thomas Friedman at the New York Times. He can barely write. His writing is pathetic. What does he have now? Four Pulitzer Prizes. I think he has more Pulitzer Prizes than John Kerry has Purple Hearts, Mr. Producer. Thank you for your call. That was a very, very important call, and I much appreciate it. Yes, while uh, Joe Biden uh, was in the Senate, you know, socializing with racists and segregationists. But I do want to ask his supporters, why isn't he more forceful in his in his speaking about what's happening on anti-Semitism? Why isn't he calling out his party members? One of the things I wanted to mention, and I'm glad I remember before the end of the show, you notice how Joe Biden is talking prospectively. Well, Donald Trump's a dictator. Donald Trump will destroy... Democracy. Donald Trump is like Hitler. Donald Trump is an existential threat. Donald Trump hadn't done any of those things. He's saying he will do those things. Joe Biden has done those things. Look at the southern border. Our cities are a mess. People can't get out of them fast enough. Our schools are a disaster. They're indoctrination mills for the left. Our colleges and universities have been destroyed. Our media has been devoured by reprobates, punks, low IQ mouthpieces. The Democrat Party opens its arms to the AOCs, to the Cory Bushes, to the Talibs and the Omars. They don't believe in diversity. They hate America. They hate Jews. They hate quote-unquote white people. I don't even know what that means, by the way. A whole category of people, oh, they're white people. Just like, what's a black person? You're going to have people who are from the Caribbean and people who are from, from the continent of Africa. You can have white people who have absolutely nothing in common, different skin colors, but this is what the government does to us. Oh, you're in this category? You're in that category. How about as an individual? No, 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 no. This is what the Marxists do. This is what the leftists do. It's what the Democrat Party does. But Joe Biden talks prospectively. Trump's going to do this, and Trump's going to do that. And let me show you pictures of January 6th. But Biden's doing all those things. 
the Trump campaign needs to show us photos of what's going on on the southern border when they talk about Biden. And the horrors that are taking place, they need to go into our inner cities and see what's taking place. All the young kids being murdered. All the homeless people as a result of Bidenomics. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. God, the week is all over here. Of course, it was a short week Tuesday. But it's too quick. Please don't forget, we have two great shows starting tomorrow evening, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Fox, Life, Liberty, and Levin. It'll be the first show of the new year. You're not going to want to miss this show. Trust me. And then the next day, a brand new Sunday, Life, Liberty, and Levin. Really two great shows this weekend. Filled with energy, filled with substance, you know, just very, very important. Now you might say, well, Mark, you know, what do you want me to do? You can always record the program. You can set it right now. DVR, smart TVs, there's other ways to do it. But I encourage you to do that. In fact, you should always do it because it'll just be there. So you don't have to watch it or you do watch it, depending on the situation. But this weekend is Life, Liberty, and Levin weekend. The first two shows of 2024. And I know you're going to like them. And I know you're going to learn a lot from them. Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's tomorrow night. Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Two completely different shows. Same format. Same long-form interview. Different guests. And two great monologues. Check it out, folks. Start off your year. Save money with the best of the best. Every Friday... Really, for all the years I've been doing this, we go to America every Friday in honor of you. Here we go.
you, folks. The heart and soul and backbone of America. God bless each and every one of you in all your walks of life, every part of this country. I honor you and you honor me by being here. God bless you. Don't forget Life, Liberty, and Levin, Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can DVR it now, set it. Please don't miss it. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our truckers. We salute the freedom fighters all over the world. We salute our brothers and sisters in Israel, our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. Good night, Spritey and Griffey. Good night, Pepsi and Smokey. Good night, Zelda. Good night, Gigi. Good night, Indian Patton. Good night, Rory. Good night, Barney. And good night, Marty. Good Lord, do we miss them. Good night, Dad. Good night, Mom. Good night, Leo. Good night, Joe. And good Lord, do we miss them. And God bless each and every one of you. Have a great, safe weekend. 